Welcome, Lister. Slightly different next couple of weeks because uh, Rod's away, having a very well-earned break uh, from uh, his duties at the Bluefoot. I'm going to sort of hold down the fort a little bit with some guests. Uh, I'm going to invite, hopefully, all of the different supporters groups, representatives from those groups, on in the next few weeks. And uh, I've even got like a special guest I'm very excited about. Um, he's called uh, No Problem Gambler, and he does um, some really interesting videos investigating clips of different bits of sport that you find on TV movies and video games and uh, he goes to great lengths to figure out exactly what game it is that's being played in the background of these different tv shows and i'm gonna get a chance to speak to him um in the next week or so so yeah all sorts of different bits and pieces are going on um i spoke with nate arbore um, a friend of the show and uh, as i describe local uh, soccer royalty um, he's involved with the loyal as the stadium announcer, and um, he's a caller of games at uh, the soccer's and all sorts of different bits and pieces um, in the local area. And he was good enough to talk at length about the uh, music and football, and so uh, that went on for a little longer than I expected. So I'm going to split that conversation up into two, which you'll hear. Um, and that's going to be coming up, or at least the first part of that is. And then uh, maybe next week we'll hear the next half of that, maybe along with my conversation with No Problem Gambler. And then in the final week that Rod is away, we'll have all of the different supporters group representatives and uh, all of that good stuff. So, yeah, slightly different next few weeks because Rod's not here. No particular football to be getting on with it anyway. So, uh, yeah, this uh, is hopefully going to be a really fun, exciting next couple of weeks. And I hope that you stick around to uh, to be involved in it. All right. Uh, without any further ado, here's Nate. Uh, very good of him to be part of this. And uh, the conversation we had about uh, how football and music are uh, linked together with some, some great examples, I think. Okie doke. I'll see you on the other end of this. Kind of nervous, I've got to say, because you you're you're a pro at this, and I'm like uh, you know this. this that's why I got that's, that's why I got stoned for you, so I can <laughs> so I can bring my skill down a notch. You'll seem that much better. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. That's uh, yeah. Any <laughs> anytime, <laughs> and I mean that, my friend. Anytime. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Welcome, listener, once again to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you from the home. Actually, close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood Baron Lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson. And because our director of football is taking a very well-earned holiday in the UK, I'm delighted to say that I am joined by San Diego soccer royalty oh. <laughs> and football romantic Nate Avery. How are you doing, sir? 
Good. I'm I'm, I'm normally anti-royalty. I'm, I'm, I'm against all jubilees and, and all forms of, most forms of royalty around the world. But I will gladly accept that title from you. Uh, as as ridiculous as some may find it, coming from you, the, the glorious co-host of, of this Footy from the Foot podcast. Uh, thank you. I'll, I, I will run with it, Paul. Well, my people allow me to bestow royalty on people. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Totally genuine. Uh, so yeah, but because there's no football to speak of particularly, we're going to kind of take the handbrake off and uh, be a little bit more freeform. Um, and so hopefully in the next couple of weeks whilst uh, Rod is away, we are going to get some missives from him. He's going to, apparently he's doing the uh, the stadium walk, you know, that thing that you do on, on the, the Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> uh, they can kind of go up towards the, well, the cock and ball. There's no other way of saying it. But yeah, he's going to go up and do that. So we'll get some uh, res- response from him about all of that, apparently. Uh, but also in the meantime, we're going to have uh, some of the representatives from the different groups and uh, interested parties uh, on as well. The main thrust of today is, and something I've been wanting to do for a long, long while, actually, is um, kind of like music and football tie-ins and sort of connections that music and, uh, and football have together. Um, and yeah, we'll get sort of sorted on that. So what I've asked Nate to come up with... Uh, before today was have maybe you know five or so different sort of music times and we'll just kind of like freeform conversate about, uh, about freeform i i put together a <laughs> definitive list i love a list paul we've, right, we've okay. been over this many a times I, I love me a list um <laughs> well i'm looking forward to it i have to say so uh yeah because i know that you have a, a love of music uh, uh, even without football so uh, yeah I'll be interested to hear what you have uh, come up with. Yeah, and I just want to, before we go any further, say congratulations to you and Rodney and to uh, all friends of the Bluefoot Bar and Lounge for, I mean, just congratulations on on a lot of great things and, and things brewing with the foot and with the, the soccer community here in San Diego. But brass tacks here. Most podcasts statistically they stop after about 15 to 20 episodes. What episode am I am I featuring this is, on? This is 170. 170, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Onward and upwards. Cheers to you, Paul Hutchinson, and cheers to Rodney Styles as well. I know, yeah. Good on him. Yeah, well, that's it. And, you know, it's, it was always about kind of just having a bit of fun, never to be taken too seriously. And, uh, yeah. But... I didn't think you had more than 39 in it, so <laughs> 170. Well, that's well, that's a football season, is it? One thirty-nine. If it's one, in fact, it's the yeah, the thirty-ninth game would have been the the, the thing that brought. The what are you back. coming up on, Iron Man? <laughs> Iron Man status, the, the the James Milner of of San Diego soccer podcasting. Go on. Well, I mean, do you want to kick us off with uh, your first suggestion? Yeah, I, I loved creating this list. I had a lot of fun creating this list, um, and it's we we went over a few things a couple days ago when we were brainstorming this. And we, I want to share this with the listeners right now, that these are favorites. So there is no, and this is like a pet peeve when it comes to quote unquote goat arguments, be it in soccer, be it in basketball, be it in any sport. Music always is the greatest. Who are the top five greatest? Those discussions, in my humble opinion, are so played out, tired, and, and just filled with faults and filled with things that just make them inherently annoying. No, nobody enjoys sitting through Citizen Kane. It's just like the, you know, you can <laughs> it's the greatest movie of all time, exactly, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody we, enjoys sitting through it. we put yeah. the emphasis on favorite, 
and and so so sentimental meaning, personal value. These are these, these are the things that matter uh, for this list. So yeah. I have a list entitled Nada Barreas Five Favorite Football Songs, and I also have five honorable mentions. The five are ranked. The honorable mentions are okay. Good. Honorable. Yeah, I, I kind of went a bit crazy on the whole uh, when I got to thinking about all of this. So yeah, that's good. There'll be so, lots of honorable mentions. There. And there's going to be a, a diverse, a diverse selections of music and and different. You know, what does a football song mean? Does it is it a song sung on the terraces? It is a a song about football. Is it a song, you know, made for soccer about soccer? Who cares? Let's yeah. see what happens. Exactly. Uh, honorable mentions. I'll get this out of the way. We said we weren't gonna, you weren't gonna force me to uh, to talk anything about Liverpool, uh, but I'm gonna do it to myself okay. uh, off top. This is also a shout out to Celtic Football Club and to Borussia Dortmund uh, as well. It's a song we all know. You'll never walk alone is in kind of its own category. It That's is. why it, it can't be included it's in my top five. It's a given. It's a yeah. We're playing without the favorites essentially. Yeah, so yeah, betting without the favorite. You'll never walk alone in its own category. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger Mila. By Pepe Cale. Do you remember that song? I do remember It's that a song. great, great song. And it was showed to me. This is a great personal tie. It was showed to me by uh, a, a wonderful group of, of soccer players uh, out at Ski Beach. And shout out to the homie Dutch Jock uh, of the South Sudanese national team. And proud uh, uh, huh? resident of City Heights, San Diego. Uh, a, a proud San Diegan. Dutch back, I think it was 2016 or 17, showed me that video. And... Uh, all of the there's a, a strong collection of uh, older African lads who are out there at this game. Guys in their 60s and 70s who who were playing out at Ski Beach pickup soccer in the in the 80s. And as soon as he put it on, within five seconds, about 15 people suddenly were hovering over the phone and and shouting out Pepe Cali and saying this is one of the most important songs in uh, in not only in music but in football. So Roger Mila. Much love to Roger Mila. Much love to Pepe. Much love to the uh, the Ski Beach crew. Uh, Seltzering with the corner flag. Uh, yeah, it's all so around. good. It's so good. It combines Roger Mila's highlights from the 1990 World Cup, from your favorite World Cup, of from course. Italia 90, uh, with various sort of you know silly music video type stuff. Uh, brilliant. But anybody out there who hasn't seen this, please check out just. YouTube, Roger Mila, and then Pepe, K-A-L-L-E. You will not be disappointed. I will link to all of these different things that we mentioned in the show notes, by the way. And maybe even put like a bit of a, if it's available, I'll put a little uh, uh, Spotify list uh, together maybe as well. I love it. I love it. Um, We're going into the realm of football theme music for my next honorable mention, which I feel like could be a show... Of its own. Yep. Network theme music, uh, certain FAs with their own theme songs. Some of them are absolutely terrible. Some of them, surprisingly good. Yeah. One of these examples, everyone knows, this is back to your uh, uh, playing without the favorites uh, uh, type of mindset here. Everybody knows the Champions League anthem. As a Liverpool supporter myself, I'd prefer to not hear it for a while. But we all know it. <laughs> we all know it by heart. We hear it. Yeah. It invokes something within us. I kind of love the Europa League anthem. I have a thing for whoa. I don't think we're going to have copyright, by the way. For, for, no, whoa. <laughs> the acoustics in here are fantastic, by the way. Rod, if you are listening, let's record an album when you get back. My goodness. Okay, yeah, all right. Do we know what- <laughs> And every time we would go to commercial break, you get that every time. It's like two yeah. seconds, and uh-huh. they just, they hit it. Yeah. It's like a, just a punch to the chin every time they come in or out of break. 
Do we know what the the Conference League tune is? By the way, we yeah, we've not. <laughs> is there one even? I don't know. But yeah, do they use the same one? Because it's it's the just, Europa, just lower. It's, it's just whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. it's a step lower than the yeah. Europa League. Um, speaking of, uh, of of football theme music, uh, here is uh, the the fourth of my five honorable mentions. I don't know the name of this. I wrote it down as. Cheesy Western Hemisphere pregame anthem from the 90s to now. Anybody who has ever attended a game sanctioned by CONCACAF or by FIFA in the Western Hemisphere okay. has heard this song. I have to kind of, uh, the, the, this instrumental. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. As they come, as, I, I'm and seeing they, the it's a walkout. Like, it's well, a player yeah, walkout yeah, yeah. song, yeah. and it's incredibly cheesy. I used to hate it. I used to just say, "When are they going to retire this thing?" And it's one of those things where it was so bad for so long, it became good. Right. That's I'm I'm with it, and I don't know the name. Anybody who can uh, hunt that down and let me know, I have it written down as cheesy Western Hemisphere pregame anthem. Yeah, with a l- little note there, you'll see it says Google it. Bum bum ba bum bum. That's in. That's <laughs> bump bump ba bump bump. Yeah. Those are those are my uh, uh, hard hitting notes. There. <laughs> uh, last honorable mention. Then I want to throw it over to uh, Paul Hutchinson to to keep this musical train rolling. It's Rod Stewart. It's in my heart. Okay. It's in my soul. You're Celtic United. Right, okay. Maybe I've decided right. you're the best team I've ever seen. You're in my heart. Oh, I'll, I'll spare you the, the Rod Stewart impersonation. Cool. So All there's right. the honorable mentions. Roger yeah. Mila, you'll never walk alone in its own category. The Europa League theme. Whoa. Cheesy Western Hemisphere pregame anthem and Rod Stewart's In My Heart, In My Soul. Shout out to Celtic. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I can go through some of my... Um, Almost made it. Um, what should I start off with? Well, don't don't come home too soon. Do you know that one by Delamitri? No, sing it for me, <laughs> please. Well, did you I, warn I'll everybody there was going to be so much singing in this episode? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I probably would have called it off if I'd have known. But keep uh, it going. <laughs> They're here. Well, they haven't left yet. I'll set I'll set it up. Um, but it's Delamitri, and it was the official Scotland tune for the '98 World Cup. So the, the brilliant Scotland yeah. France '98 campaign. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's called "Don't Come Home Too Soon." Do you know? Yeah. It's it's ringing yeah. a bell okay. now. Don't come home too soon. Or something yes, along. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's connecting my mind to Craig Burley because that was the the Craig right. Burley World Cup. He yeah. scored a goal and got sent off. <laughs> That's right. In yeah. the same game. That's right. Don't come home too soon. Yeah. So I mean, it's precisely what Scotland are all about in World Cup since it's like I mean, yeah, just for goodness' sake, whatever you do, just you know. Get past the group stages, essentially, is what they're saying there. What else? Uh, so, for a few things, um, I've gone with, uh, yeah, again, didn't quite make it, but the uh, Chelsea's The Liquidator. That's, okay. a, that's a cracking tune. Isn't it? Okay. I mean, it just is. Um, but I think West Brom also used that as a walkout music as well, which, and uh, I think Wolves have put their own little lyrics to it. Um, so, uh, I don't think they use it anymore. <laughs> What else? Chelsea also have the thing, the one uh, redeeming thing post-game, and apparently it's only in European competition midweek. I don't know what the superstition is, but they play Madness uh, after wins. That's right. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. And it's after European wins, be it in the old UEFA Cup, be it in That's Champions right. League, Europa yeah. League. It's a very weird, specific thing to do. But a cracking song, and I'm all for it. Well, that's it. Suggs is a big old uh, Chelsea fan, isn't he? I think that's the reason why they why they do that. And I think did he not do an actual? There was a whole bunch of really terrible, like <laughs> records in the '90s for like any kind of success. So you had 
the Anfield rap, which you know has got its charms, certainly. But you've also you also had the status quo come on you Reds that thing, uh, and then I think yeah, Suggs put something out for Chelsea when they got to a, an FA Cup final, which by the way is a thing that doesn't happen anymore, like. Uh, Clubs putting together a, a, a tune for the FA Cup final. Nobody does that anymore, do they? Which... What's, what's the FA Cup final? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, but they used to do that. Like, oh, that's one of the two. That's one of the two big trophies. Yeah, it's like a major yeah. trophy. A major trophy. It uh, is a major trophy. Paul always <laughs> likes to put that down. Whether we were having pints, whether we're doing podcasts, whether we're out in the park, whether we're at the <laughs> library, at the stadium, Paul is always a a a. a what do you say? That? An evangelist for, for the FA Cup. He is an FA Cup believer I mean, and a believer in the power of the cup. I mean, and I love it. It's definitely wavering. I mean, it was definitely uh, very much of the, the, the 20th century when Bolton went out to Stockport County this year um, for the first time by a non-league team. So it could certainly... Have been On national team. TV too. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. And Made sure everyone like, saw it. Proper embarrassing... Uh, yeah, we were, I think we were 2-0 up as well in the game. That's well... There's always next year, uh, 2023, Bolton yeah. Wanderers, your FA Cup um, runners-up as Liverpool repeat <laughs> and we, and somehow have a heartbreaking end. I'm, 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 in, I'm broken now. I'm sorry. You got me thinking about good good Liverpool there with the cup final, and then now I'm just going to yeah. fade out here. <laughs> well, um, my last kind of... Well, we'll just keep mentioning different pieces, but... So there's a tune... By a band from Glasgow called Arab Strap. I don't know whether they're aware of their work. Uh, they've been going for like se- uh, for decades, but they brought out this tune called "First Big First Big Weekend of the Summer." I think you'd really like it. And what they mention within that song is, go on, Scotland losing two 0 to England That's at right. Euro '96. That's right. Yeah. Well, to the English. To the English. Yeah. Because <laughs> he missed. And doesn't it. he miss the game? Yeah, he misses the game. Yeah, like, he gets I, pissed the night before. <laughs> Misses the game. This is in the, the great run of music that you were sending me uh, about a year ago. We had a, a great musical exchange going uh, in the in the in the heart of the the pandemic years, um, as, as many people did. As as you were you know started these listening sessions with your friends, and, and there was such a great uh, uh, you know one blessing from the the curse of the whole pandemic was a lot of great music was exchanged it's between true. people. Yeah. Links to good songs were shared. That was one of them. I, that, I, I do remember that. That is brilliant stuff. Well, because, I mean, not only was it poignant because of that sort of mention in the thing, it's also the the, the weekend that the, the bomb went off in Manchester. Wow. Um, so, and, But it was also my first big weekend of that summer, you know what I mean? Because so, England had won <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So it, I, I, I love that, and I love the reference to that, and it's a, a cracking tune and something that stayed with me for like all of my adult life, essentially. So, uh, yeah. That's going to get a, a, an honourable mention as well. So there you go. Do you want to move on to one of your oh, actual in, Into the list. <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> Let's get this. Let's get into this. All right. Number five. We are at Rodney Cole's spot here. Mm-hmm. Rodney Towers. Rodney Towers. <laughs> and Rodney is a big fan of a certain group <laughs> oh, no. known as... Depeche Mode. Oh, I thought you were going to say Chaz and Dave. No, no. <laughs> Thank God for that. We're not okay. going. We're not going Chaz and Dave. Sorry, Rodis. Sorry. The next, the next best thing from a Rodney Styles point of view, okay. surely would Phew. be. All right. Surely would be Depeche Mode, and obviously a lot of Depeche Mode fans with heavy hearts of late, and and I feel like it's important to to continue playing the music and 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 living on with with. All that it is, and I feel like one song in particular 
It's one of their earliest hits. The way that it has been adapted into a football song, I first heard it. Another Liverpool connection in the years of Luis Suarez. And the cop just absolutely (laughs) booming out. Other clubs have ran with it all over the world. Not just in England. But it's just absolute football, stadium, ground, terrace, call it what you will, perfection. Footy from the foot. Now, go on. So, I love Perfect. it. Yeah, I like that. And but that Just can't get enough. Just can't get enough. No, that's a, that's a great one. And that just got me to thinking like it was sort of 80s bands as well and Simple Minds uh, and the use of uh, Alive and Kicking is that was used in the first ever promos for uh, the, the new Premier League like the sky oh, coverage yeah. of the new Premier League. And I always remember the bloke, he sort of like rises for this header, but he must be like, I don't know, like <laughs> six metres off the ground sort of thing and like does this kind of like like power header. And it's just that, that sort of the alive and kicking thing. It's, oh. it, it got me thinking about the 80s. Sort 90s, of stuff well. 80s, 80s has its own beast, but 90s green screen pre-kickoff graphic. <laughs> That's a whole subcategory. We got to do a, a separate show on. <laughs> a deep dive. There was a ESPN soccer net uh, for folks here in the States, which ESPN2 was the only way to watch the Champions League for, God, better part of 10, 15 years from the 90s all the way into the into the aughts. Um, and I think 2009 was the last year that, uh, that Fox had or pardon me, that ESPN had the Champions League. Uh, fans, fans of the show uh, over there. <laughs> Pounding down the door to, to hear this episode before it drops. Um, the, uh, the, the ESPN uh, soccer net pregame was this very bizarre thing where you had, uh, you know, guys hitting these incredible overhead kicks and going up for the, the big smashing header. And it, it always felt like in watching it that the, the person who was acting in front of the green screen, they only had like a total of three feet to move around in. <laughs> It's always kind of it, it looked very uncomfortable. It was yeah. the most uncomfortable overhead kick you've ever seen. So yeah, sort of similar to like when uh, baseball players are asked to sort of swing a bat at nothing. You know what I mean? It kind of just looks really awkward. It, it looks yeah. it looks very awkward. And there was some brilliant music. There was some some very fitting '90s green screen music that stayed the same all the way until uh, that last final uh, with uh, Barcelona and Man United back at uh, what was that final? What was the '09 Champions League final held? There's some trivia for you. Look that one up. 11 was Wembley when they beat him the second time. Right. 09 final was in Istanbul? No. Was it Istanbul? Was it back in Istanbul? Was it in Paris? Ah, it could have been anywhere. There's your trivia for the show that the hosts are absolutely stumped on. Where was the 2009 Champions League final hosted? I know who won it. I know the score. I know the goal scorers. I can't for the life of me remember where it was played. Back to the music. What was I going to say? So, yeah, my... Next choice is actually very, very uh, colloquial. It's a um, Granada Soccer Night theme tune for that. Um, and so it reminds me of staying up way too late on a school night to watch Rumbelow's Cup action um, featuring Manchester United or uh, <laughs> Oldham Athletic or maybe even Bolton. Uh, so Granada was the, the regional TV mm-hmm. for uh, the northwest of England. And they used to play by a band called Northside, and it's called Shall We Take a Trip? And it's super kind of like baggy, like the kind of of the of the time, kind of Happy Mondays, like knockoff band, like the, the Poundland Happy Mondays. And uh, yeah, it's an absolutely cracking tune uh, and, and perfect for like a highlights package show for, uh, for, for the Northwest of England. So 
that I will link to as well. Northside, I think they had maybe two or three hits. That was one of them. Shall we take a trip? And it's, it's a bit naughty because it's about drugs. So, <laughs> uh, but a great tune. I'm leaving now. <laughs> so, yeah, don't do drugs, everybody. But at this one, unless it's right it. before the podcast, <laughs> then by all means. <laughs> yes. You know, oh, hey, hey, how's it going? Sorry, what were we, what were we doing? <laughs> I couldn't possibly, uh, yeah, couldn't possibly comment. Um, Blame so, yeah. it on the cat. <laughs> well, there you go. That's my first choice. That's your first choice. All right, yeah. so I'm going to hop back into the uh, the official list. This is uh, Rodney is is very much here in spirit. It's an overused cliche, but he is so present in this show. I am merely filling in here for for one episode of the the Rod and Paul hosted Footy from the Foot. Number four on my five favorite football songs. This is a very special one, and this goes back to 2018. Rodney will remember this well. You will remember this well. Anybody who was present for the World Cup Russia 2018 through the entire 30 days of it in the summer of 2018 will surely remember singing for football. Yeah, we're singing for football. That was every lyric of the song right there. It went on for hours. It would be sung sober, it would be sung drunk, it would be sung in the nighttime, it would be sung at 5 a.m. as we'd be making our way for, for certain matches. <laughs> and it had a great connection to a song that I'm sure will pop up on a uh, Paul Hutchinson list um, <laughs> on, on this show. And that was the, uh, that was New Order, right? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. uh, the line at the end, very end of the, the famous New Order, singing for England, England. Yeah. And I always just love that singing for England and I kind of block out the rest of the song it's a great it's a great song it's beautiful it's connected to Italia 90 again it's this sure. great great anthem that that England had back when England had good anthems for World Cups you know before they yeah. got stale you know about eight years later yeah. um the the lyric in that song that always just I just loved it was singing for England and England wasn't even playing I was walking up to the foot one day and I changed <laughs> England to singing for football. And somehow the tune kind of morphed and it became this much more uh, dramatic singing for football. And then Rod would come in with the back and was singing for football. Everybody singing for football. And that was a, a true story. So you're uh, you're going with the, the, the new I'm going with, um, no, I'm going okay. with a song that improvised. I made, okay. a song that I made up <laughs> and sung that I and maybe three other people actually know. Huh? That's in my top five, not only favorite football songs. <laughs> fuck what I said to open the show. That is in the top five greatest football songs of all time. 2018, singing for football. Well, I kind of, like, I wasn't going to pick New Order because I thought that's probably too too obvious, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm a big old hipster at heart, so, you know. Uh, you are. I, yeah. So. You, really, you really, really are. You're my favorite hipster, though. You're a hipster in my heart. It's a given that New Order is the greatest football tune of all time, and so, yeah, we're playing with the favourites. As, as, uh, as, as a wise time. man yeah. said at the beginning of this show. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. you were quoting Glenn Hoddle an hour ago. Now you're quoting yourself. I don't know if you've yeah. gone uphill or, or backwards with that. As Oscar Wilde. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, cool. Well, I will. I love this montage. The BBC do brilliant montages of different, uh, like cuts of old games um, and so on. And so, after we beat Colombia on penalties in the last world, in the 2018 World Cup, they put together this thing of cutting the Columbia penalties with all of the other disasters that have gone before it. 
and they put it over a tune by the National, which is an American band, and the tune is uh, is called England, the, the actual tune. Nothing particularly to do with football, but as I am speaking about it now, I've got goosebumps. Oh. Thinking about oh. <laughs> that montage is absolutely superb. So every successful penalty in in the Columbia game is cut to with David Batty kind of chipping one over. And all, so all of that is kind of contained in uh, uh, Pickford saving and like Seaman kind of like, you know, affecting another one at the back of his net and all this sort of stuff. So it's brilliantly, brilliantly done. Sorry, you left out Southgate 96. And all of that, yeah. All of that. And so, and then the final part If you're going to do is, the sad list, do it right. Well, but that's, so the final part is Southgate, obviously messing up Euro 96, but Gareth Southgate. Southgate's reaction to the crowd after they'd gone through it, where he kind of a real sort oh. of guttural roar in front of the crowd, and so it's honestly, it's just brilliantly done, and it's something that I always uh, cite as just, it, and it was the kind of the, the preparation for whoever we played in the quarter final. Sweden, Sweden, yeah, indeed. What a cush run that was. Yeah, no my problem. god, <laughs> didn't they lose three times and somehow were a semi finalist? That's right. They lost to Belgium twice right. and they lost to Croatia in the semi final, and they beat Tunisia, Panama, Colombia on penalties, and Sweden. But what's your point? <laughs> as, he, as he pours a glass of Cabernet. Oh, that was brilliant. What, uh, your point being. Uh, anyway, so yeah, well, my point is World <laughs> Cup semi finalist. So it's a, a fifteen minutes from the final. Oh god, yeah. Um, I have a great video, by the way. Speaking of footy from the foot, proper footy from the foot. One of my favorite pieces of. I used to be very into uh, the the hashtag scenes world. Limbs. I was I was very big limbs hashtag limbs hashtag limbs. <laughs> I was into it cross culture. I was into it in in Mexico. I had great videos from Mexico City in stadiums. I had great video from Tijuana. I had video from bars all over San Diego with different supporters clubs. Oh my goodness, the Irish uh, collection of of Irish uh, people on their J ones in 2016 who took over Shakespeare's is still recovering uh, from from that that Irish run in uh, Euro 2016. Some of the, the the videos that I would get in in celebration moments are just such. They were so special. They were so so cool. That genre also gets a little played out, like many things. It gets overdone. Hashtag libs. <laughs> little played out. Little boring. With all that said, I will never get tired of watching the video that I managed to take. It's like partial selfie because I'm actually looking up at the screen oh, yeah. watching. <laughs> and it's of the entire packed blue foot behind me. You are in one of my favorite shots that I can see you. And you're not able to watch the fifth England penalty. Eyes, not, 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 you know, some people do the, the coaches will even do it, they kind of cover and peek a little bit. No peek whatsoever. I have VAR'd it a thousand times. Paul does not watch. He cannot watch. And he judges by the reaction of his friends and family around him at a bar in San Diego as Mark Appleton comes flying. Shout out, Mark. Shout out the, the, the Birmingham special. Mark comes through with two flying elbows, takes out like three people in the process to give you a hug. Mark Mark got like three red card worthy elbows to three different faces just to give Paul a hug. It was a beautiful moment in, in English football history and a beautiful moment in, in San Diego and Bluefoot I will footy try, lore. I will try and link to that because uh, I think I have a copy of that as well. And it is... I, I, but by the way, that was my position for all of the penalties that, that I, 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 I just I, I've been through that so often and continue to be 
going through that so often. It didn't feel as bad like in the actual final, bizarrely, in the Euros, but it was, it was I felt just such a bonus and such a delight that they this team had made it to that point. And I felt, well, whatever happens, Italy are a good team and it's no disgrace, but oh my goodness, to kind of have that run be denied, like you say, we're going to play Sweden in the quarters, like that, was, ah, we're going to mess this up, aren't we? But oh, it's just such a good, <laughs> it's such a good feeling, like you say, I kind of, yeah, reacted to the reaction around me, so, oh. so it's really oh. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Mark too, I don't know how he survived well, the 90 minutes, didn't get sent off. <laughs> you can, yeah, you, take, you can take the boy out of Birmingham, can't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, Well, this is all going very well. Um, I look forward to putting out the second half of that conversation um, next week, and uh, as well as my conversation with uh, No Problem Gambler, talking to him about uh, how he goes about getting those videos out. And uh, if you do have any questions for him, uh, at No Problem Gambler, check out his work. If you have anything for him, please let us know. I'm gonna speak to him on Tuesday, um, next Tuesday. And uh, yeah, gratefully received any questions uh, that you may have. Uh, but until then, dear listener, thank you very much for, for listening and uh, we'll do this again next week. Mm-hmm.